As primary season starts to heat up, different political pundits and commentators are starting to give their predictions for what they think will take place in the Republican presidential primary season. One of those people that's giving his prediction and showing who he is supporting is Ben Shapiro. He is probably amongst the most notable of political commentators, at least as it currently stands. And today I want to discuss why he may be wrong about his support for DeSantis. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So today's topic is a quick one, not necessarily an easy one. So it's not quick and easy, but it is a quick one. And it has to do with the support that certain political pundits are starting to show certain political candidates. And you're going to see it more and more often as we get closer and closer to the primary season. And in a way, I feel like it's how people show their true colors in a way. Like, I I think that's the thing that's interesting about primary season is like, you see who people really are because see on the right well and it, it applies to the left too but in this case it's more so on the right because biden is the incumbent and I, as of right now there's only two people running against him uh is it uh robert f kennedy jr yeah that's one and uh i forgot that lady that uh she's a writer i forgot but they're they're they don't really have a chance at winning and and they're not they're not very well known and they don't have the media circus around them like we see on the republican side but it is a way of showing the true colors uh and it's very interesting because i remember some months ago uh, when uh milo yiannopoulos was on the temple podcast and I believe he was asked about DeSantis. And it is, it's so crazy because, like, the genius the genius of Milo, like, he was saying about DeSantis what all these other people are starting to say about DeSantis now. He was saying it, like, back Beforehand, then. Beforehand, yeah. Well. And, 
and that's the thing with that guy is like he ne- I feel like he never gets the credit that he deserves of course not for being like <laughs> so ahead of everybody yeah. on so many different things and juxtaposing his stance on DeSantis compared to Ben Shapiro's stance on DeSantis it really does make me wish that they would like when they have that debate oh, that, that, were, that was supposed, supposed to, happen, to happen but never but never did yeah um, and what the craziest thing about it is, it was Shapiro that said that he didn't want the debate. Yeah, I know. Like of 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 all people, like you would think, like you know, he's the, the he's the debater, he's the, the master guy that, debater. Yeah, but um, it's interesting. But you do see people's true colors. So I am uh, before we get into everything, I'm gonna play the clip from Shapiro, and then I also play the clip from Milo. I I believe I have that on my phone somewhere. And then, um, and then we'll kind of get into it because I I do feel like there's a lot of cultural weight to the things that Shapiro is saying if you really like break it down and dissect it. So let me play the clip. Let me find it real quick. Um, where is it? All right, here we go. We're coming to Trump. He's seventy six years old. Good to you back. DeSantis. We'll start with the shortcomings of Trump. He's 76 years old. He has no ability to control his mouth or his typing fingers. He has no sort of actual plan to win. I mean, he, he literally complained in 2020 that he was robbed of the election through voter fraud, but no one will ask him a simple question. How do you plan to unrob the election in 2024? He's wildly unpopular with women. He has an approval rating, last I checked, in the 20s. And by the available data, he will probably underperform how he performed in 2020, saying to millions of people, yeah, you voted for me in 2016. Then you voted against me in 2020, and now I want you to switch back and vote for me. That's not even switching minds once. That's switching minds twice. That's super difficult. DeSantis is extremely meticulous about how he approaches politics. When he focuses on an issue, he really focuses. He is good at actually governing. The dirty little secret about Florida is to really well-govern state, right? We have all the culture war stuff that makes the national media, but the stuff that doesn't make the national media is that when there's a hurricane, we're rebuilding bridges within like a day, right? That the problems actually get solved here. That DeSantis brought down crime rates dramatically, that he offered police officer a $10,000 stipend to move into the state. Your thoughts? Well, um, I think he misses a lot of, uh, for being a logical dude, he misses a lot of uh, shit in saying that DeSantis is the man and, and Trump, the the cons of voting for Trump. First, when you said uh, he keeps claiming voter fraud, when in reality we saw a lot of anomalies so like none of that none of that is going to be taken into account secondly um you said that the people that that um voted for him in 2016 didn't vote for him in 2020 but the numbers state that he got way more votes yeah way more black votes way more latino votes way more asian votes so where where are you getting this information from? And where you where are you getting off saying that he underperformed? Yeah. If anything, he overperformed. He got more votes than any Republican in history. Yeah. And he's not So that means every Republican prior to him underperformed. Yeah, I know. Which is dumb. And then you're not taking into account like what they did, what what the left did and how they got their votes. And so there's a lot of missing context in 
his approach on why Trump is is bad. I can see well, his point of saying, oh, well, he can't, Trump can't uh, watch his mouth and always tweets, but that's always been Trump. And that's actually what makes Trump Trump. Yeah. And so that's not really a, a negative because that's just his style. That's what got him uh, his, his 2016 win. And that's really like what, like, as we saw in the CNN town hall, what makes him kind of the Teflon Don. Like, you go in, and no matter how much fucking hail, like, how much armor, or not armor, ammo, and fucking bombs are thrown at you, and fucking machine guns, or everything, like, just of, 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 of all the, the, the ops, of all, of all the left and uh, mainstream media it doesn't do anything to him because he's just able to like control them by his style yeah and that's what the, uh, I forget the, the girl from uh, the CNN town hall but she she tried and she failed and she did a she did a good job of pressing in the sense of like trying to make him look bad it did not work and then and then the CNN panel after the interview uh talking shit but like in all reality it made Trump look good so his style is exactly what is needed in the age of left wing mainstream propaganda that you know is going to make trying to make you look bad and if you don't believe it this is not even an American problem I showed you I sent you like clips over the week about like uh, the first Andrew Tate interview from the BBC and like she wanted to make it a hit piece, and and he recorded the whole thing. That's why the audio was fucked up, because because he wanted to juxtapose like the actual interview, which is the one that he recorded to like whatever whatever they were gonna edit it. And of course, they they would edit the interview parts where he was like destroying her. They they would cut it off, <laughs> and it was like well of course. And so being like, uh being Trump style is good and DeSantis knows that because DeSantis has treated the media in in, in a similar fashion but also is avoiding the media so so that's not that's not a pro for DeSantis that's a pro for for Trump in that style Um, but I I, I would say uh, I'm not surprised like were you surprised that 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 Ben Shapiro would pick DeSantis over Trump uh, I am a little surprised that he would be so willing to show the support for him so soon. Okay. Because, like, I I could totally rationalize him rocking with DeSantis, but I am a little bit surprised at, at how premature it seems. And it seems a little bit haphazard. Well, it is haphazard. That's what we're discussing. Like, how... Uh, like sort of baseless it is because a lot of what he's saying off the bat factually isn't true the the underperformance supposedly of the supposed underperformance of trump in 2020 yeah that's that's just factually not true because that by that rationale every republican prior to trump would have underperformed and that that's not the case yeah number two this is a guy that's like 
I feel I feel like as he's gotten bigger, he's become so establishment. You gotta remember, like this is also like a, a pro jab guy. Like yeah, like he he's become very establishment. So what's interesting about that is like that is congruent with DeSantis. DeSantis is definitely more establishment than Trump, with the exception or of on the issue of the jab. Like yeah. on the issue of the jab, Trump is more establishment yeah. than DeSantis. But basically on everything else, yeah. Trump is less establishment than DeSantis. So and so that's like a very uh a funny circumstance when it comes to that. Then uh, oh, one thing that, that that struck me about Shapiro and and it it, it definitely ties in to this uh this this tradcon shit like when he was like oh he's you know Trump's wildly unpopular with women if you look at the demographics in this country by and large women are not voting republican period yeah. it's not Trump it's look at the midterms Trump was not on the ballot yeah Trump was not on now granted there was like some funny like mail in shit that took place ballot harvesting and whatnot, so you you have to take that into account. But by and large, women are outvoting men because, like, men in this country, by and large, many of them are are starting to like give up and kind of check out of like yeah, of all of this stuff. They're like yeah, I, I'm I'm not concerned with it. Whatever, I'm gonna play video games and leave me alone. So you got women voting more than men, and in most cases those women are voting for democrats so this idea that this idea that oh uh he's he's unpopular he's unpopular with women it's it's like i feel like these trad cons they have this they have this illusion or delusion rather that like things are going to return to traditionalism it's like oh well like, you know, DeSantis will be the guy that gets the women to vote for him because yeah. deep down, these women, like, they want to be conservative. They don't, They just don't have the guy that's going to no. that's gonna bring them to conservative. No, dude, it's, this shit is done. Like, like, yeah. like. What, what'll, what'll make women vote Republican really is, is Biden. Nothing, nothing. I would say, I would say Biden because like, nah, it, they're no, not. you don't even think. Nah, like, they're, <laughs> they're, they're not going to vote. Like, because a lot of people, I think, it voted. Would, I, I think it would have to be what would what would make the majority of women, because there are some conservative women out there. Yeah. But would make the majority of women, because you gotta remember, like, there's like a total lack of of self awareness and accountability. That's the one thing that you get to see from all of these podcasts that have the panel of bimbos all the time, you yeah. get to see upfront and personal, the total self, lack of self-awareness and lack of accountability. Yeah. So, and that shit is rampant. So if anything, if there's anything to gain and to learn from a cultural standpoint, by looking at like, you know, the fresh and fit or the whatever podcast or whatever, is that by and large, there's a slew of lack of accountability and a slew of lack of self-awareness. So the only thing that would really drive women and and turn around that trajectory of of voting for the left 
it would have to be like a very catastrophic economic situation where like they're not getting jobs but right now like the, if you look at the numbers women are getting better like starting to get better jobs than men yeah they're they're starting to actually like make more money than many men so you so, don't think that like with the way the economy is headed and if overall everyone's struggling you don't think that women would start switching more to the right because of the financial struggle no because it today? would be the 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 precedent has already been set that it's like all right well things are hard economically it's time for the government to give out goodies you know so yeah that's no true. it wouldn't I, there's that and that's the thing where we're like these trads like they don't they don't understand that shit like they're still living with with that delusion yeah and and another person that i noticed that from amongst many many others so that particular clip that i played was from bill mitchell's twitter account he used to be an avid trump supporter now he's like full-on the desantis train and what's so funny about this guy is he simps so hard for Casey DeSantis. He posted a picture of Casey DeSantis. This shit was like so mind-blowingly cringe and just trad Connery at its utmost. <laughs> he posted a, a picture of Casey DeSantis and he's like, this is the one thing that Trump is not considering DeSantis's secret weapon. And it's a picture of Casey. Like, what? How is that? How is that his secret weapon? Like, are you? That's not a secret like, weapon. Like, you're at all. so like caught up in like, oh, I, I I like Casey DeSantis and like I like them as a couple and like you know he's because that's the, the, the other King criticism that that a lot of a lot of people give with Trump is like, oh, well, he's been divorced all these times and his wife is like has posed the nude and all that. like but who gives a fuck about that but that's these trads do because it I've even heard Shapiro talk about that in the past Shapiro's even talk about talked about like oh you know Trump's character you know I like his policies but Trump's character is this like what's what's off what's wrong with his character because he's not a trad like you yeah no and and, and I mean at the end of the day, it's what's getting done. What what what's getting done though? Like, what's the resume say? It doesn't matter what the fuck. Like, dude's life. Like, obviously, we knew who he was before, and that's who he is now. Has that affected the way he was president? No. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And so I don't know why people uh, focus so much on that. It's it's crazy. I didn't know Bill Mitchell was fully, because I hadn't heard from him in a while. But he was like so into Trump, and yeah. so now he went for DeSantis. Yeah, but I mean, another thing too that that kind of kills me that, that you were talking about um, Casey DeSantis. Like I I feel like the tradcons they're very like UK like like when it comes to oh the the king the queen look at them. Yeah. What does she have on? Like, I mean, and, and this has been like a, a thing with with a little bit of with, with Americans because, like, when when the president comes, oh, well, look at what she's wearing. This is reminiscent of fucking 
John F. Kennedy's wife, and it's like none of that shit matters, though. Yeah, I don't know why people sensationalize that shit because like, what does that? What what does that do? What is there like a secret to it? Are people gonna live a better life because of it? So if it doesn't matter, why are you? Why are you really making articles about this shit or commenting about it? Yeah. So so to me, it's um. It is weird because, and and I've heard a lot of people talk about her being a very people's uh, person, but again, she's not running for president. It's Ron. So no matter what people want to say in their mind, like at the end of the day, Ron DeSantis is going to be in the debate stage. Ron DeSantis has to plead like his case. um, And if he doesn't do a good job, he's going to lose. I feel like... The fracture that we've talked about in the past between, like, the Red Pill Manosphere and and the Tradcons, I feel like that's going to play a part and be on display in these primaries. Because if you notice, like, everybody that's kind of like the alpha hustler mentality like they all seem to like be like pro trump but like the trad cons they seem to be pro desantis and like you start you're you're you starting i'm starting to see that more and more and i and i feel like we're going to get more and more examples going forward of that and 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 it's just interesting because It'll ultimately end up showing, at least on the right side of politics, like where society is. Like, is society more the delusional trad cons? Like, is that what the majority of the Republican Party is comprised of? Or is it comprised of, like, red pill people, based people that are like, oh, well... Nah, like, it doesn't matter about any of that. Like, Trump did this, Trump was good for this, Trump was good for this, this, so on and so forth. I find that very interesting. And I feel like Ben Shapiro is a good representative of where the trads are. Yeah, yeah. That's why, to me, like, I knew he was going to go with DeSantis. Because, like, I feel like he liked Trump in the sense of, like, well, he's getting it done. But... Trump was never his first option. Ergo, 2016, he did, he said, I'm not voting. Yeah. And then when he saw Trump and his results, he's like, okay, 2020, I am voting for him. And it's like, well, we'll see. We'll see. And it is kind of early, though, too. Like, his endorsement is super early. Like, I would have thought, like, maybe the endorsements would start, like, sometime next year. Or at least late this year. So, it, it, it is funny that a lot of Republicans aren't on the same page. So, it'll be weird to, to like, group people together. Yeah. It'll be some Civil War shit. <laughs> Who's voting for Trump? Who's voting for, for DeSantis? I mean, because at the end of the day, I think it's those two that are going to be going against each other. Uh, if we're talking talent, we definitely wouldn't be. DeSantis would be more on the third Side because Ramaswamy he's very good, and actually Ramaswamy w- w- was criticizing uh, DeSantis on on some of his uh, le- legislator or legislation uh, when it came to like free speech because uh, 
it was something it had something to do with a Florida law that he passed uh, yeah they, they, there's a I remember there was a law that he passed that it was he was uh, uh, some people gave him some criticism for I, I want to say it was like some uh, something to do with like anti-Semitism or something yeah. like that but that's hate speech that's a hate speech law yeah and that's what Ramaswamy was saying it's a hate speech law I don't yeah. fuck with it and he's like, I I fuck with it. I, I don't fuck with it because um that's how he said it too in the show, right? Is like, I don't I don't I don't like it because I'm a free speech absolutist. So with the good comes the bad. But yeah. at the end of the day, free speech is way more important yeah. than anything else. Well, it's also like the criticism. I I don't know. I don't know if I if if I label it a criticism that I had for DeSantis, but it was definitely. Something, it, it, it was power that if in the wrong hands could be very bad when uh, he would, during the the virus, he was fining businesses for having a mask mandate. Yeah. Like, I'm not for either of that. Like, I'm not for either side of it. Like, I'm not for fining businesses for not having a mask mandate yeah. like how they did in, in Chicago. I'm not for that BS. But also at the same time, like if somebody's an owner of a business and they want their patrons to wear a mask, they should also have yeah. the right to do that. So to me, like DeSantis plays the same game that the left plays, but from the right wing, but it's still it's a, a little bit game. authoritarian. Yeah. yeah, it's dangerous because you could just say, you can't have a mandate. You can have. You can say, uh, "Please wear a mask in my store," but if the person chooses not to, like you could meet someone in the middle. You could be like, "You can't force someone to wear a mask." Can't force them. Well, no. I mean, if it's your business, if, if it's your business, you have the right to not serve somebody if they don't have the mask on, because That's because true. it's it's just like when you go to like a Seven Eleven and it, it'll say like, "No shoes, no shirt, no service." Yeah. Like they have that right. That's not like a law. That's not a mandate. But I, I want to eat in a state of nature, though. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like that's not that's not a mandate. But Seven Eleven has the right to be like, okay, no, or like certain like establishments, like you can't bring a dog inside. Yeah, they have the right to do that. You yeah. so you can't pass a law being like, oh well, if you don't allow people's dogs, you're you're gonna get fined yeah. or whatever. No, like that's freedom, you know, yeah. and. And those people have the freedom to go somewhere else if they That's don't true. like it. Like the people that were shopping at Target. <laughs> you know, exactly. So so that's the thing with like authoritarianism is like, well, yeah, if you're on one side, it looks good. But if you stop and think, well, what if the other side did this? Because we know what the other side is like because we here in Chicago, we saw the opposite of it. We saw the city fine businesses for not yeah. having a mask mandate or allowing patrons in without that. I don't agree with that either. If they want people to come in without a mask yeah, or whatever, however people want to be, you could wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. However you want to be, we don't care about that. Yeah. And then that's fine too. But on the flip side to be like, Oh, we're going to find you. If you do have a mask mandate, well then that's, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like how can, can you really, from uh, 
objective standpoint really say that's any different than what the left is doing yeah yeah uh, you're you're fighting fire with fire but it's fire <laughs> you can't deny that yeah so that that's uh that's interesting but but and then there was like that book ban too which they're saying it's just pornographic shit and shit that's inappropriate but then that it could be a slippery slope too my thing with that stuff is when it involves kids that's different because they're not of age to make certain yeah. decisions for so they shouldn't be in schools right yeah. so that's so I while I'm not for banning books I am for curriculum not having certain things because yeah. if I was a pre, if I was a parent and like there's pornographic books in the school or like books talking about like you know same sex stuff or whatever that may not be something that I want my child like exposed to so I understand that like yeah. don't force anything like that towards my child until they're of age where they can make their own decisions yeah that's a little bit different because that to me that's more of like you're protecting the sanctity of children and the sanctity of of what the parents want their children to learn because that matters like that really yeah. does matter yeah. like like I've seen kids that like well it's a perfect example like you see the difference between kids that all the information they get about as far as like what they learn comes from the school and then you see the ones that have the information from the school but then you see the that that their parents teach them a lot as well yeah and there's a it's vast different. different so it's a difference almost like an iq almost like yeah the kid that is able to talk to the parents about the shit is just a smarter child yeah and like and and has better uh ha has a better pro problem solving process yeah. and like everything like that so yeah, I, I understand as a parent, I would I could be like, I could totally be like, oh, well, no, I don't want my kid exposed to this. This is something that I'll teach them about when the time is right yeah. in my way, you know what I'm saying, versus however the fuck the school is gonna teach it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you may want to teach your kid in a way of like, listen, like you're not supposed to hate anybody for a different lifestyle choice than yours or anything like that. Yeah, but you should also recognize that there's an like because I feel like I would be a parent that would teach my child. Listen, you're not supposed to hate anybody. Everybody is different, and like you know, that's their life. But you should be aware and recognize that there are there's an agenda in movies and in music trying to like push certain ideas into your head. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a topic. If I had. A child that's a topic that I would want to go over with them instead of the school yeah now once they have that foundation then in school if they learn something it's like oh well they have the foundation my dad told me about this yeah oh well let me see what exactly to it. yeah exactly just like how like you and I because of the things that we were taught by our fathers we can recognize things and be like, oh, this dude. Like for instance, like when we were when we had that. Remember, we had that class and like that teacher was like like a stark communist. Oh yeah, and like we we saw it like off the bat. Like we yeah. we saw it. We we knew it so well 
that even though he never he never express like remember we had to like do a project about like the best president yeah or something Being and we junk. knew and at the time we was were it like Roosevelt Roosevelt yeah we uh, we, uh, we I, said I, Roosevelt I, we were we, in our hearts we were like man like it would be like Reagan or Lincoln yeah but we knew at the we, time we need to get this A real exactly quick. exactly <laughs> and then and then all we did and it wasn't even like that well written all we did was basically simp a little bit for Roosevelt yeah. and then like oh hey this is fabulous this is fabulous uh, A plus you know what I'm saying but it was because we I hate knew- to be facetious <laughs> another plus because he always used to word, use the word facetious yeah but 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 we knew at face value we're like oh yeah, yeah. Like, this is all bad this is all bad but that's my point yeah yeah my point is is that is that you you have an, a foundation established yeah to the point where now when you're in a class you're playing chess almost like you're like okay well this is dumb but i'm gonna get this a real quick right because a perfect example yeah. is with him we knew that he he was so biased and and radical that he would not accept us expressing our point of view from an objective standpoint. But then in that same semester, we had a teacher who, although her views differed from us, we knew and we could read that she would be accepting, even though she did not agree. Yeah, yeah. She would look at things uh, objectively instead of subjectively. So we had one guy because because of his radical nature and his and his bias that he would always look at things subjectively and then we had one because she was logical and pragmatic that she would always look at things objectively and and you know what i found the most interesting in both those classes was how people just soak the information but like you could tell like they're just soaking yeah no pushback no critical thinking. They well, just in his class, we in. didn't push back either because we yeah. knew we. Oh knew. yeah, in his you couldn't though. Huh? In hers you could. In, in, in his right, you couldn't because you knew that he you couldn't. Not that he ever said you couldn't, no, no, but no. you just knew from the personality yeah. type. Versus with her, nobody pushed back except for us because yeah. we saw based off of her personality that she was more logical. And pragmatic yes. about things. Ergo, had the ability to look at things objectively. But yeah, and but but it was just so funny how like the students would react, and that's when well that's when you realize that damn my, my parents really did prepare me to be a higher being as opposed to the group think. Yeah, and 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 it's important because when you meet people that think at a higher level. Um, you appreciate that you don't like shun it you're like oh wow like well why do you say that or why do you think that exactly and, and, whereas other people because they're so programmed they'll be like, oh this motherfucker's wild as fuck fuck dude fuck dude like we think like this we think like this but that's very that's very close-minded and, you, and that's the mind of a person that can't change whereas people who think at a higher level they can change their minds later on with more experience with seeing certain things because i've i've changed my mind a lot like from 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 when i was young in the sense of like just a better formulated uh idea now of of certain things than i than i did before exactly yeah but one more question because this is one thing that that uh I find kind of interesting because, like, I don't know. In my opinion, I don't think that 
it's really even creating a dent in anything socially but since we talked about it a little bit and it kind of goes along with like the whole Trump DeSantis thing in the sense of like the trad cons and, and the people that are a bit more red pilled do you really think this target and Bud Light shit is doing anything as far as changing anything besides target losing all because I think they lost like 15 billion but like to me if you think about it like all these big big shots like BlackRock like what's 15 billion to these motherfuckers just like, oh yeah we'll take the loss take the hell but we'll, we'll be fine yeah I mean, I think, I think in the short term, that's probably something that they're concerned about because obviously it's like, damn, you know, that, that drop in valuation, the specific company itself, because that is, that is drastic, but the powers that be like the vanguards and the black rocks and whatnot yeah no i don't think it's of any concern to them and i don't think it'll make any difference for them like for instance obviously with like the bud light and the target stuff actually what i'm about to say is a perfect example of of the the thought that i just expressed yeah so for instance bud light dylan mulvaney Backlash. All right, they stopped fucking with Dylan Mulvaney. Target, they got stuff for kids to tuck their nuts and shit like that. People, people, uh, and the designer was like a Satanist. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then, uh, and then they take the stuff off the rack. So obviously, in the short term, right there, the company themselves, they're like, oh shit, people are upset. This is affecting us valuation drop all of that okay but there's gonna be another company that does something else yeah and that 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 is all it has has some oversight from either vanguard or blackrock and then maybe in the short term people will be mad about that and then okay well then there'll be some other company that has oversight by vanguard or blackrock and then the same thing because we've seen this before yeah. a bunch of times it's not like you know, and and that's the thing. Uh, again, I think also with these trads, is like, like for instance, Officer Tatum, he 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 did a video talking about the whole Target controversy, and he had a shirt on, I guess that he designed that says "Don't Target," but like with the Target logo, yeah, my kids or something like that. Just like the trads are delusional. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Just like the trads are delusional about marriage, just like the trads are delusional about like where things are going in society when it comes to women, just like the trads are delusional about abortion, and just like the trads are delusional about a lot of things, they're also delusional. They're delusional. They're also delusional about how susceptible their children are to these things. And like, let me tell you, it's out there already, dude. Like, it's yeah. all, it's out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so, to me, if, I think you would be a fool 
to have kids in today's day and age and not and think you could shield them from it. You would have to have kids knowing they're going to be exposed to this stuff. Yeah. There's nothing I could do about it. You know what I'm saying? So now the most you could do is maybe give them like the sharpest the sharpest sword and shield. And what I mean by that, I don't mean that literally before people want to cancel. Yeah. Oh, he's saying to kill them. No. Because that right away, yeah. I, as I said that, Romanian. I already knew. All, uh, 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 I could already see a bunch of goofies yeah. being like, "Oh, look what he's saying." Thank no, God you're not Romanian. I, I, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> the sharpest short sword and shield, metaphorically and philosophically, in regards to Man. how they maneuver themselves through the world. Yeah. If you don't want them influenced by it, because as far as shielding from it, you cannot. No. You cannot. It's so the best down. you could do is, all right, well, I, I want my child to not be influenced by it. Yeah. But that's still vastly different. And you can't even know if you would be doing a good job at that because you don't want to even know what it is or what it constitutes to do that because we growing up didn't have to deal with that. Like we no. didn't like I, I remember maybe starting to see like rainbow flags as a representation of lgbtq like maybe like in our early teens yeah it's started. Well, it's with that to- yeah with that in particular no but with like it wasn't called woke ideology but it definitely was woke ideology we did like communist communist but teachers compared to now though Nothing like how we had it is some pretty now. bad ones. Remember the 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 music teacher from from Gage? I had like we had a few that were like radical, like Hendren. Uh-huh. That was pretty radical. Like when it came to at that time was. But but I'm not talking because I think like there've been there've been left commie teachers since the mid 60s since the dawn of time (laughs) (laughs) since the mid 60s like it's been you know after the hip well like it in the hippie movement moving forward i think it's been but what i'm talking about is like corporate america oh yeah yeah yeah. that's what i'm talking about like it's in consumer because like a lot of has money pushing a lot of shit that kids like learn in school like they they forget about that they don't remember teachers stuff but what i'm talking about is like in movies and music, full blown campaigns, like, yeah, yeah, like there was nothing like no, that. No, 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 not, not with billions, probably at this point trillions of dollars backing this yeah. and pushing it. Hell no! Like now, it's like they got all the armies in the world that like, rain down on these people with this type of thought, and yeah. that is scary because one thing is the teacher doing it and it being in in academia, which it has been in academia for for years decades but now it's like it went from academia to corporate america to corporate america pushing it on companies now forcing companies to play by these rules and and like if you don't believe it it's out there like larry fink like there's an interview where they're interviewing him he's a ceo of blackrock where he's saying we're doing this to change to force yeah thinking like of, of people like to force people into doing these things and so it's like well that that's scary because when is forcing anybody to do anything a good thing yeah and so that's the scary part is like the 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 billionaire ceos that are running these huge hedge funds now they're in on it and yeah when i regard you're right we haven't seen anything like that and and now it's like 
it, it used to be like okay race relations and like just regular communism now it's like the whole intersectionality identity politics of it has reignited because that, that was like something from like the 80s early 90s that didn't really catch track and ended up kind of what uh the intersectionality shit mm. i think i, I forgot when, when it, it was like in the 80s i think that, that 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 was first introduced but like the reintroduction now is like well this is what what's in, interlaced with communist yeah. or communist thought is that which it does make it very well we've talked about it before um, and for, for people that don't know what intersectionality is it's basically the oppression olympics think of it like that like that's how i think yeah. of it so like for instance intersectionality would be like like the the, the according to these people it's it's pure and utter stupidity and it's like pure hive mind mentality but think of it like at the top of the food chain would be the straight white male <laughs> but you know the the black female she's oppressed and lower because she has being black and female working against her whereas the straight white male doesn't have any of those hurdles because apparently being a black female is has has hurdles but being a white male has no hurdles at yeah. all it's like that's how these people think yeah it's just like mind you there are black females that live more successful lives than many straight white men so yeah. like where where did how do you how does that happen you know like yeah like if you're a young well i think of it this way too like when it comes to to the sexual marketplace a young hot black female has a, a better chance of being at a, at a yacht party than a twenty-year-old white male. Yeah, <laughs> that's well. Uh, what happened to the privilege? And, and and so like the the bottom of the totem pole would probably be like a black handicapped gay female. Like it would have like all the shit. Like you know, but like that's basically in what intersectionality means. Yeah. And it's the oppression Olympics. Like who's more oppressed than who? And the most oppressed, and when I say oppressed, I'm using air quotations. The yeah. most oppressed gets the gets the junior G man badge. Hell yeah, yeah. So so to me that that's where this shit is just haywire now. Cause you could man, there's so many angles to this. It's oh, you're Indian. Crazy. Oh, you're Asian. Oh, you're like what? What are you? Where are you in this diagram? And yes, you're an unprivileged person. So imagine that that we're not even including the the like because that that's all race, but then the the gender and then it's all this confusing shit. And if you're that confused, all of a sudden, corporate America's like, oh, well, let's use this. We can make money out of this. Exactly. And here we are. Exactly. So yeah. So I I think uh, if somebody were gonna have kids in today's day and age, they definitely have to prepare them on how to navigate that because uh i think just in general like nowadays you as a parent would have to do a very good job at establishing the foundation for like 
a value system, worldview, and core philosophy. Yeah. Which, let's be realistic here, not many people have the time to do that. No. No. When they have kids, it's like, all right, well, a lot of people really rely on schools to, all right, well, they could do most of the work. We'll pick them up and, like, as long as they eat and they have a roof over their shoulder, we're good. And I don't think that's good parenting. In today's day and age, that's actually pretty horrendous because what you're up against and the influence. Yeah, it's hard as a wage slave. Like, honestly, that's why I have so much reverence for the hustle culture mindset because to me like if you had a million men like dudes our age that were on that type of shit the how could the government stop them they couldn't yeah they could not like the government like would have to kneel to like honestly just a million like if you had a million dudes that were on some like you know what like yeah Women and and children like that comes secondary. I had to get my weight up. I I have to be at a place where like I could leverage the government by by withholding like my tax dollars. Yeah, I could leverage the government by showing the show of force by like all the influences. Like this guy, I these guys run this. These guys run that. These guys run that. Like that type of thing. Like. And then the family and, and the kids and whatever that could come later. But the, the hustle culture guys, like to me, they're the ones that actually have a chance at making a difference. Like, yeah. for instance. You're right. Shapiro has a big podcast. But look at the change and, and Shapiro's been has a big podcast and he's and he's been around a while. Look at the influence of the change that Andrew Tate had in a way shorter time. Oh yeah. He was a shooting star, like just came in like fucking out of nowhere. You know, and, and so you think about that and and it's just like, damn, you know what? Like you see why they're trying to stop this guy, but like a guy like Shapiro, it's like, ah, eh, like we're not too worried because ultimately, like they don't like the right wing message. Yeah. But when the right wing message is woven in with like, oh well, but you know, you, you still gotta, you still gotta play by the rules, and you know, and uh, uh, the jab, you should get it because you know, just get it, you idiots, because it's the right thing. Remember, Shapiro <laughs> yeah. said that shit. Yeah. Like, it's still woven in conformity. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I feel like they're less. It's like they they're not as threatened by that. No. I I feel like I feel like the powers that be know that they don't have that much to worry about from a guy like that. No, like, no, like, no. I think what's scary about a guy like Shapiro is like when he's against you. How smart he is, it could really like it could really backfire ma- like you. backfire on you. Going against him. But yeah. as of late, I feel like he's kind of like been chill. Like yeah. more like establishment. And that's why like think about Andrew Tate and his influence. All of legacy media has like 
went under like fucking just just ballistic on him. Yeah, ballistic on him. Like and, and like hit piece after hit piece after hit piece. And like what's wild to me, what I can't even understand, with how much like bad quote unquote publicity he's gotten. Have you ever read the comments to any video where they're talking shit about him on YouTube? No. It's like all positive. It's all positive. Oh, Andrew Tate is, uh, has taught me this. I feel good about Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is a good man. Every, like, just go and look at the videos. Like, and it, it baffles me because it's like that just shows you this, the, the start difference of like what the mainstream media say and do and what people actually think. Yeah. It's literally like Andrew Tate is Rotten Tomatoes embodied, like, which is wild to me. Because it's like the people say something different, the media says something different, or the reviewers, right? Yeah. And and it's like that shit's just shocking to me every time because it's like this man like really, really struck a nerve with these people, and, and, and it's they funny can't stop. It's them. arguable that there could be no Andrew Tate without Trump opening so many people's no. eyes that the media should not be trusted. Yeah, like Trump culturally what like he was morpheus yeah. he was morpheus he he literally came in he's like this is the red pill and then, and then like society was never the same ever again because society was trending a totally different way the fact that there is this target thing the fact that there's this bud light thing the fact that there's an andrew tate the fact that there's a red pill community the fact that people don't trust mainstream media that's all due to trump and like it's it's pretty crazy that that it took because <laughs> like if you think about the Donald Trump style, it's so jarring. But it's like it's one of those things. It's like it's like necessary. You come in guns blazing because like well shit's shit's wild. So it's the wild west out here. Yeah. While everyone else, all the Republicans at the time, they were like, oh the politicking, they're in the bar. Like, all right, cool. I don't like him, but, you know, we don't have a problem right now. We'll be good. Shit's trending bad, but, like, let's... And then dude just comes in. Boom! <laughs> boom, boom! He started shooting his own people. Yeah. That was the primary. Just dead, 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 dead. I'm coming for y'all. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> just fastest gun in the West. Then then came him versus uh, Hillary and the mainstream media. And, like, he won. So... That's what was crazy. Then, like, the memes, like, internet memeing. If you would have told me, like, in my 20s that internet memeing was going to be done way better by the right than the left, I laughed in your face. Because, like, the right, they don't, and they, that, they weren't and good that, at that. And that a president would be posting yeah. memes. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be like, fuck out of here, dude. Like, and, and here we are. Like, shit is upside down. This is the fuck is the Stranger Things? But yeah, but but yeah, Trump was definitely the catalyst for all of that, for all of it, because it was the first person to say like, this isn't this political correct shit is not all it's cracked up to be. So fuck being politically correct. Yeah. And then after that, it was. Before we close out, I want to play the the clip from Milo. So if everybody remembers what we played earlier from Ben Shapiro. And uh, I just want you guys to listen to this stark difference 
between on the subject of DeSantis between Ben Shapiro and Milo Yiannopoulos. I just had it here. Where is it? Here we go. I think we've moved past the uh, period of, uh, of debate and uh, the mask of manners, and I think we're in uh, shut up, stupid you know what, uh, territory uh, in culture at the moment. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, now, I, you, look, um, um, uh, a lot, there was a particular group of people who were dressing as DeSantis this Halloween. Um, uh, women who like women. And it was clear that uh, in picking their outfits, they'd, only ha they'd merely selected from their own wardrobe. Uh, and uh, it was uncanny. And I've never really been able to see them the same twice. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's... Um, He's, he's, I'm sorry, he just ain't it. And if you have allowed um, despair and um, uh, the demoralization techniques that you are being pummeled with to um, accept a, a lesser substitute that cannot possibly hope to fix the deep spiritual crisis that this country is in, then I'm sorry for you, but you're part of the problem, so you should just get out of the way. Next, the Slayer says, wait, what? Mary Poppins? <laughs> I think we've moved past. Yeah. Wild. Chris. This is way before all of this. Yeah, and and the total opposite of what Shapiro said. And, and what I like about Milo is, like, he... He makes his points metaphorically through the lens of things that are relevant to him. Like in this case, fashion. Yeah. He was like you like he was using he was using fashion as a like an analogy for yeah. for this guy like he's not he's not he's not it he's not it and like he's he doesn't have in in this particular case the fashion sense of trump but he doesn't mean it in the fashion sense he means it in yeah. the caliber of of candidate he's just not it yeah and that's primarily what what i feel is going to be his biggest issue moving forward against trump you know it's like it might it might it might be close to it, but it's not quite it. And and uh, you only know that when you're in the ring with with dude, you know, because all the talk is over, and now you got to face with him. And then when you see the rock star level shit that this man does, the way he operates, like, will you be able to keep up? Because I mean, it, we're, we've yet to see it, so. I'm not here to say that he won't, but I, I am saying that <laughs> it's a big task ahead. So I don't know. We'll see. Definitely. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.